Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. And Mark Lawrence is still on vacation. I saw a photograph of he and his lovely wife at their vacation spot. They have just come from the spa and they're looking very. Uh, I guess puffed up, if you will. Very, very handsome. Very lovely. Puffed up? Yeah, they had like spiked hair, or puffy hair. Okay. I didn't mean in the sense that they were overly inflated with their own value or worth. I just meant that their hair <laughs> or, was puffed up. Or too much vacation food. Well, and then they always post pictures of what they're eating. And I find that very disconcerting because it always looks so good and yeah. I get very hungry. But anyhow, Mark is on vacation. He will be back on Monday. With me this morning is Steve Kushaloff again. Steve and I will be here today. We were here yesterday. We're here today. We'll be here tomorrow. And we're here Thursday. On the Mark is brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at www.sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us at 1-800-795-9565 or email us at onthemark at WKOK. And I'm loath to admit that I still have not figured out the 17 keystrokes necessary to open the uh, text program that is now in use here. So I'm sure there may be texts, but I can't get to them. So hmm. if you want to limit, your, limit us to calls and emails today, that would be great. On the Mark is brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company, a family-owned dealership since 1915. 4th Street in Sunbury, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Find out more about them at www.sunburymotors.com. And they invite you to visit the Quick Lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury, where they specialize in all types of service on vehicles, state inspection, nitrogen for tires, and they're open Monday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Saturday, 6.30 a.m. till 2 p.m. You can find them on the web at www.sunburymotors.com. Check out their online specials, and you can build a Ford, build a Ford car or truck to your specifications, or click on a coupon for the Works Fuel Saver Package. The Sunbury Motor Company says, Ford, Hyundai, and Kia cars. They are the premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks, all sizes of trucks, and they're a master towing service with decades of experience. So, good morning to you, Mr. Kushaloff. Always uh, <laughs> a pleasure, Joe, and of course I say that every day, always a pleasure. Sometimes I actually mean it. Um, you know, I made did you. Uh, did you happen to see any of uh, Mr. Blinken's testimony yesterday? No, because I, you know, I knew we all knew what that was going to be. That was going to be grandstanding from uh, Republicans like Matt Gates and Jim. Jim, oh, I oh, never really? wear my suit jacket, uh, Jordan. Uh, but he, uh, from what I read, he hung in there pretty well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, seemed, he, just, he just did a masterful job. But you know what? Here's one of the things that, they, that didn't, didn't gain a lot of traction. He said 
that when he came into office, when President Biden came into office, they inherited a date for withdrawal, but not a plan. Correct. There was no plan. Doesn't that prove Joe Biden's incompetence, that he came into office, there was no plan for this withdrawal, and yet he went ahead willy-nilly with the date? No, if, no. The no oh, yeah. No, wait a second. Let me finish. Let me finish my thought. If Joe Biden saw there was no plan, any reasonable person would have concluded, we can't do this. We can't pull out of here without a plan. We're going to develop a plan, and we'll push back the date. But Joe Biden didn't do that. He pushed back the date from May 1st to August 31st. But he still and, had no plan. And uh, Yeah, because uh, his predecessor, who signed this uh, agreement with the Taliban, uh, the, the agreement that Trump signed with the Taliban, number one, it did not include any requirement that the Taliban work out an agreement with with the Afghan government, so uh, the Taliban just absolutely free to just run rampant. And number two, the agreement said that uh, we were going to release prisoners, that Taliban uh, 5,000 prisoners would be released. And as you may or may not know, of course, some of those prisoners ended up uh, in uh, leadership positions in the Taliban uh, military that now has oh, taken oh over yeah, the country. Jo so, you know, uh, you know, Trump. Uh, who uh, was your, the president, your hero, uh, once again, he uh, makes these uh, big sweeping gestures with no thought behind him. Uh, so he had no thought behind it, and through. President Biden couldn't come up with a thought of his own. So he, after he canceled everything else President Trump did on day one, day one I'm canceling all this stuff, but the one thing he doesn't cancel is the thing that turns into the biggest mess. And you, do you recall a CIA director named Michael Morrill? He said Sunday he was by, uh, he was Obama's CIA director, mm -hmm. that President Biden's chaotic retreat from Afghanistan and subsequent Taliban takeover absolutely inspired jihadists and emboldened terrorists across the globe. Okay, here's one for you. Do you know who Matthew Van Dyke is? No, you probably don't. No, I don't. Okay, he is the founder of Sons of Liberty International, representing veterans, etc. And here is the quote from Matthew Van Dyke, who is certainly not a left-leaning individual. Dyke, Van Dyke says, I initially criticized Biden for Afghanistan, comparing it to the fall of Saigon. He proved me wrong. The past few weeks rescuing 123,000 in Kabul was incredible and historic. The use of carrot and stick diplomacy on the Taliban was brilliant. The military achievements extraordinary. So in other words, you put more credence in a uh, conservative military guy than you do in President Obama's former CIA director. Well, I don't know what Obama's former CIA director said. I this just told you. Michael Morrill, he said, Sonny, that, that the chaotic retreat from Afghanistan of President Biden and subsequent Taliban takeover inspired jihadists and emboldened terrorists across, well, across the it, globe. It probably does. You know, let's face it, when, uh, when you've got a Middle East country like uh, Afghanistan, and we all, you know, we all know that uh, Al-Qaeda, we went in there to get rid of Al-Qaeda, so we do know that without uh, paying attention, Afghanistan, you know, we've got to 
keep our eyes on Afghanistan, which we're doing. So certainly there's going to be terrorism. You know, what, what's your recommendation, Joe, that we keep American uh, military there? We, have, we had 2,500 people there. Yeah. And that we didn't lose, during the time those 25 people, 2,500 people were there, we didn't lose a single provincial capital to the Taliban. They were being held in check by 2,500 American military personnel and all the equipment we pumped into it. There was no reason for a chaotic withdrawal. There was no reason to give up the Bagram Air Force Base. There just was no reason to do no any reason. of that well, except you know, the incompetence of Joe Biden. No, and uh, while we were there in Afghanistan, we lost 2,000 400 U.S. personnel, 2,400. So you're saying, hey, keep the 2,500 there, and if we lose a couple every year, that's okay with, with Joe McGranahan because... Hey, you Democrats fought the Vietnam War, and we lost how many thousands but, there? Right, and we finally got out of that. And what After was how like many getting, years? Well, for heaven's sake, and was it a Democrat... Number one was a Democrat in office the whole time. Number and number yes, two, John F. Kennedy yes, and, and Lyndon Baines Johnson. We didn't get into Af we didn't get into Vietnam under a Democrat. We got under we got in, I believe, under Dwight Eisenhower. That's number one. And number two, we're not talking about Vietnam. We're talking about Afghanistan. No, but we're talking about numbers of people versus the sacrifice versus the result. We sacrificed tens of thousands of people in Vietnam to no result. That's right. And we, we had we had twenty five hundred people in Afghanistan, and we had a positive result. We were keeping the country in check. We were keeping it from going over to the Taliban and going over to terrorists until Joe Biden got his hands on it and mucked it all up. And do you? Th and if we had really been successful, as you claim we were, then there, w then there would have been no uh, problem once we left. We would have said we have a solid government in place. There was not a solid government. We would have said we have a solid military in place in Afghanistan. There was no no, that's, that's not the result I think would have happened. I think if they had done it correctly, they would have gotten the people out first. They would have gotten all of our people out and all of the people who helped us out. Then they would have destroyed the equipment or gotten the equipment out, and then they would have pulled the troops out. But that ain't the way Joe Biden Well, did I'll tell you what. Actually, some of that equipment was destroyed. Some of it was either destroyed, blown up, or it was left But a lot of it's left there. And that is right, they took the spark probably plugs always out of it. the case that... Uh, Whenever we, uh, whenever one country leaves another, how about, how about the how pictures about, uh, of the Taliban? Russian, how about ahead. the pictures of the Taliban flying the Blackhawks? Don't know about that. I do know that there are planes on the ground, and General McKenzie has himself has said those planes will never fly again because the uh, uh, the other side doesn't know how to fly them. Well, we've got two callers waiting. One's on the topic we're talking about. One's on another topic. So we'll take the on-topic caller first. Tom, you're on the mark. Yeah, Joe, you 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 need to quit getting on uh, Biden about about not knowing what he was doing and no plans. I'm sure there was plans. I'm sure they just didn't go over there with no plan at all. Well, they're saying that that's what Trump did. So you don't believe well, that either? What huh? He did do, but he's an oh, idiot. Okay. We're not talking about him. We're talking about Biden. We're talking about the other idiot. I'm sure. I'm sure he had a plan. <laughs> I'm sure they just didn't go over there without no plan. Well, he said there was no plan, and, and he you never guys, made you guys one. keep saying, well, they should have kept this Kandahar airport open. Well, guess what? They had to bring 6,000 additional troops over just to guard the uh, Kabul airport. So if you wanted to keep the Kandahar airport open, you would have probably had to bring another six or 7,000 more over. So that's a ridiculous crying thing that you guys have coming. 
Not when you consider the fact that they were holding no, the Bagram Airport no, open with 2,500 people. Everything. I'm not, I don't want to hear it. Well, well, of course not. You don't want to be confused by the facts, but go ahead. They would have had to bring a lot more people over, Joe, just like they did for the other airport. Don't tell me they wouldn't have had to. They would have had to. That's because he announced a withdrawal without conditions. He just pulled out. No, he didn't oh, just Joe, pull out. There was, you're, you're being ridiculous. As far as leaving this, leaving this equipment over there... Uh, why didn't Trump get it out? Trump, Trump. There was fifteen thousand troops when Trump when Trump started pulling troops out. He took all the troops out to twelve thousand five hundred, but didn't take one piece of equipment out. Why not? How do you know he didn't why take not? any? How do you know he didn't? Where, what's your source well, you guys, for that? You guys keep saying he didn't. You said all the equipment's over there. I'm, I'm going by what you're saying. I'm you're saying, saying he didn't. I don't, over there. I don't know how so much equipment. why didn't Trump take it out? I don't know that he didn't take some out. But the thing is, there well, still uh, had to be equipment. You, you know, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Was taken out, wait so a minute, Tom. Tom, wait a minute. There still had to be equipment there to support the troops that were left. He may have taken out equipment that would have supported 5,000 people or 10,000 people. Yeah, but he certainly okay. left in place now, equipment now that would support the others. Well, so are you, my friend. <laughs> well, you, well, you guys are the ones that are doing all the complaining and saying this was done terrible. Well, we've got two other and calls I, and, coming and you, in. Do you know how much it would cost to get that equipment out of there? It probably wasn't worth it. It was probably stuff that was taken over there 20 years ago or long. It doesn't have up-to-date equipment on it. It was probably wore out. And to take all that stuff out, I mean, they would have had to load those planes up I don't know how many times they would have probably had to make a thousand trips to take all that stuff out. There's no way you can fly a plane from the from where they were to the United States. They would have had to stop somewhere and fuel up. You know how much that would cost to get that stuff out, and it for the pro, it probably just wasn't worth it. Well, how much did, did it cost to get it out? No, I didn't consider that because if it was, it's it's got a value to the American taxpayers. We paid for it. We bought it. Oh yeah. Well, maybe maybe the scrap money that you would get for it wouldn't be worth the fuel that it cost to, to fly it over here. So I have a, a very and, nice and tank wear, and the wear and tear in the airplane to do it. I have a great tank. It's a wonderful tank. It's functioning perfectly. I've got two choices. I either get it out of there because of the, the the tank maybe costs five, ten million dollars, maybe more. You telling me it's going to cost five or ten million dollars to get it out of there? I don't think so. Joe, maybe the paper. You don't know what they sent over there. That stuff was old stuff. They probably didn't send good stuff. The stuff well, that they the, sent the, over. Well, the I heard said they sent good stuff. Stuff so. that was that was old and begin with. It's not as doesn't have up to date stuff in it, and it's probably being replaced or was already replaced with newer stuff. So you're just supposing. You don't know. You're just supposing. Well, I'll let you believe that. Hey, Tom, we got to move on. Thanks for your call, as always. Appreciate talking to you every single time you call. Thank you, Tom. We have uh, three other calls. Two are on topic. One is not. We'll take the, the non-topic call, but we have to take a quick break first. 1-800-795-9565. When it comes to car buying, there's the other yeah. guy's way, and you then know, there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say. 
say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza Sunbury and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Okay, welcome back to the program. On the Mark, I'm Joe McGranahan, along with Steve Kushaloff and Eric. We'll give you uh, some time. You wanted to talk about the Outer Banks again. Yes, good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah, late yesterday, Cindy called in and kind of uh, questioned my veracity of my experience at the Outer Banks. Uh, uh, I didn't know Cindy was down there. Perhaps we could have lunch and discuss, discuss our uh, our. Uh, competing views, but I, I'm going to repeat what I said. The the folks down at the Outer Banks, the people running the Outer Banks, were all in masks. Uh, and there were several places I went, if you didn't have a mask, you could not get in. So perhaps she was in the southern part of the Outer Banks, which is obviously more red. I was in the northern part of the Outer Banks, which is more blue. Who knows? But uh, I tell you what, the uh, the folks down there are doing it right, and I did not go in one place where the was not required okay. that the uh, employees were wearing. All right, well, fair enough, but she didn't accuse you of being a liar. She just said her experience was different. Okay, okay. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Different, different takes on that. But I, well, no, she I may have been at a different place. Know. She may have been. She did mention where she was. She was where the uh, horses are, something like that. I think she Shink talked. Shinkatinka? I don't know. No, I don't know. She talked about no, something. she was like, way up in Corrales. So she was actually you know, north of me. But what she did say was when she went to the federal establishment, which was the... Uh, the Wright Brothers Memorial that right. you had to wear masks. So, right, you know, those so, two places. So, so, okay, but that's not what I'm calling about. I just but had to mention that. Um, so, Joe, um, every time that a Republican is going to lose, and apparently in California the Republican contester is going to lose, we're going to automatically in front say fraud, scream fraud. Is that, is that what the Republicans going to do from now on? Well, I don't know. I'm not doing it. <laughs> No, Eric is well, right. Well, what do you think about that as, as a, a, a diehard Republican? Do you think uh, do you think that's good politics? Nope. You know, to scream fraud. Well, we can't lose, well, you can't beat us, so it's always going to be fraud. I don't know. It all started when Hillary Clinton did the same thing. N- nothing like what <laughs> is happening now. Let Here me, we go. Here we go. Let me, let me uh, just... Although Hillary Clinton did, did have more votes, yes? <laughs> she did, oh, and, and Joe that. Biden had more votes, too. I think Joe Biden won yeah, the election. And, and also won the uh, Electoral College. But there's still some people out there who think he stole it. So now we have this uh, vaulted Republican, you know, contender out there who, who's going to lose badly, and he's saying, "Oh, the only way I can lose is fraud." You know, what you, what's your views on that, Joe? I first of all, I didn't hear him say it, so I can't really comment on it. I don't know what context he said it in. I don't believe the election in California is going to be a fraud. I don't believe the election in the last November was a fraud. So I, I can't really speak to people who believe that. It's their right to believe what they want to believe, whether I agree with it or not. But now it's becoming the Republican mantra, yes. it seems. It's not and a Republican mantra. Trump, it's certain President people. President Trump continues to, to blast that. The, the other Republican leaders continue to blast that. Our own Republican leader here in the, the state Senate is, is using my money to, to try to investigate further. When's this going to all stop? Or do we as Democrats just say, okay, you're right, you guys just take over because, oh, well, we'll just believe what you say. 
Well, you know, first of all, I think these audits are insane, and I don't support them. I don't know what it would prove. And so far, to my knowledge, none of these audits that have taken place have even released any results that give any credence to what President Biden or President Trump claimed. So, I mean, I don't think there's any empirical evidence to prove that this election was stolen. There's anecdotal evidence that there were some uh, questionable things happening, but those have, uh, take place in every election. And I don't think that the severity of the ones I've heard could have overturned anything, not even a state. So I think it's a wasted effort on the part of President Trump. I think the man is an ego, egomaniac to a certain extent who can't admit he lost. And that's sad. And I'll go back again. I think the man's policies were exactly right for this country, and I commend him for them. But the man himself was not right for this country. Well, what do you think then about all these supposedly rising Republican figures who are trying to emulate him by, by, by continuing, continuing these, these bold-faced lies? Are you not concerned as a Republican that eventually the American people are going to continue to see through this and cry wolf? And I don't mean... No more concerned than the Democrats are about having a president who apparently has to be asleep by 8 o'clock at night and can't and gets his microphone turned off by his uh, staff because they're afraid of what he might say. I'm concerned about oh, that, we're too. we're the Fox News again, Joe. No, I'm, I'm reading, the, reading the stories. Hey, listen, we got two other callers hanging. we got to go. Thank you, gentlemen. Thanks, Thanks, Steve, Eric. hello. You, I know you're there somewhere. He's That's here. Okay. He's here. Thanks, Eric. Appreciate okay, your call. Okay, God bless you guys. Be Take good. care, Bye-bye. man. All right. 1-800-795-9565. We have two calls. I don't know that we'll get everybody in in this half hour, but we're going to give it a try, and we're going to go to Stan. You're on the mark, Stan. Yeah, hang on a second here. Uh, yeah, uh, as far as Afghanistan goes, uh, you know, Biden pulled most of the troops out, and he left Bagram Air Force, you know, go into the hands of the Taliban, leaving the equipment behind. That's a proven fact. Most of the military, they left, I think, just around 600 or so to protect the Kabul airport, and uh, in the embassy. All right, that's what that's what happened. So you remove the military, the ones that were, you know, supporting the Afghan mil, uh, military. You pull all that support away from the Afghan military, and they pulled it because they had no air support like they were trained to use. That's the way the U.S. military trained the Afghan army to use air support. When the air support goes away, then their major, you know. Uh, means of protecting themselves and fighting the Taliban went away. So, what happened? They gave up. Now, as far as the equipment being destroyed, unless they're using white phosphorus and C4 on all the equipment and the buildings and everything at Bagram where most of the equipment was left, yeah, nothing was destroyed. Okay? This stuff can all be, if they busted some gauges and stuff in the air, helicopters, which I've seen some pictures, yeah, some of the stuff, gauges and stuff were broken and make it harder for a flyer, impossible to fly until that's repaired and They'll just turn that stuff all over to the Chinese or the Russians so they can reverse engineer it and, you know, gain our, you know, knowledge of our Apache, which they may have already had. That I don't, you know, the Chinese being the Chinese, they may have already had that knowledge of the Apache helicopter and stuff that were left behind. Yeah, all right, that's possible. So, I mean, and, and as far as Biden not having a plan, you know, he had five months. If he was going to pull all the troops out, by May 1st or the end of May, whichever it was, I think it was May 1st, he had four months, okay? He had four months to, to come up with a plan. He had the top military men, right? Ain't that what we were told? They're giving him all these great, great advice and everything, you know, and no, no problems, you know, 
there was not going to be any problem from the Taliban because you know they just can't do it. That right. and President the Biden, President Army, Biden, himself, come back and take care of things, right? They President, we were told by Biden. President Biden himself assured us that there wasn't going to be any Vietnam helicopters taking off from the roof of buildings and. He assured us of that, and that, that's exactly what we had. Right. Let me ask you a quick question, Stan. When did Trump When did Trump sign his agreement with the Taliban? When was that? When My understanding, that was last, last January in 2020, is when they were negotiating and came up to it. But when they signed it, there was conditions for it, that if the Taliban attacked any of our troops or anything like that, there would be consequences. And from my understanding, two or three days after that, they went in there and, and did something like that, and they were hit hard Okay, so my point military. is... So my point is... So, there was, so then after that, they calmed ahead. down as far as messing with the, the U.S. military. So Trump signed an agreement with the Taliban uh, early in 2020. Why is it that we didn't start uh, evacuating people in 2020? Joe says, you know, Biden should have started earlier. I'm saying, why well, did Trump he, start I'll, earlier? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. They were using, the State Department was dragging their feet and using COVID as an excuse that they couldn't process all the visas and stuff for the Afghan people that had helped the American troops. That was their excuse. Okay. All right. Well, I, maybe right I don't on, know that, but I'll, I'll hear. I'll, okay. I don't know that, but that's what you're telling me. Uh, all I know is, you know, Biden said had under Biden, he said if they had started uh, right away, it would have cre- it would have created panic. Uh, the, the only mistake that I know of the, the State Department did have some kind of a streamlined. Uh, visa plan that didn't work out and you know I keep hearing I keep hearing you uh, people say about well the Talib the uh, military they didn't have air support so of course they left I, you know, I, I'm, I'm not really seeing that. I keep hearing it. Uh, what I do see is that a lot of people that were in the Afghan military, these were just people who were in the military to collect a paycheck. They didn't have a lot of interest in really fighting or defending the country. And so uh, they just kind of put their guns down and walked away. Well, listen. You we ever have- been in the military, Steve? No, Stan, and I guess that uh, means I can't even talk about the military, No, no, right? no, I ain't saying that, but uh, let me tell you, I was. And there were people there that were there to collect the paycheck because they had nothing else in their life. They were there to collect the paycheck. And I'm sure that went on in Afghanistan because they were probably getting good money compared to what they would make normally over there in Afghanistan. So, yeah, maybe some of them were, all right? I won't dispute that. Well, I and neither, you know, there's no disputing that. I'll give okay. you credit for that, Stan. Thank okay. you. Listen, guys, uh, we're about out of time in this segment. Mike, I'm terribly sorry that we didn't get to you. Please either hang on or call back right after the news, and we'll get to you again. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't want to start the call now because we have like 10 seconds less than that, and that would be unfair to you, Mike. So call back and we'll, or hang on, and we'll give you all the time you want when we get back on after the news. Okay, this is WKOK Sunbury, Pennsylvania. You're listening to On The Mark. I'm Joe McGranahan along with Steve Kushaloff. We invite your calls at 1-800-795-9565 or email us at onthemark at wkok.com. WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, 
Mark Lawrence, and Joe McGranahan. And Mark Lawrence is still on vacation. I am Joe McGranahan. With me is Steve Kushaloff. We're going to get to Mike before we take the news headlines because he's waited so patiently. Mike, you are on the mark. Good morning. Hey, good morning. I want to talk about Afghanistan, but first, Steve, I have a question for you. Yesterday, uh, you made a comment on the air after I got off that... Uh, 50% of the people that are unvaccinated are Trump supporters. Is that correct? Here's the figures, Mike. Thank you very much for bringing that up. This is from a publication called The Hill. Very reliable source. It's a uh, one of those publications that you see on Capitol Hill. This is from The Hill on, the, on August 12th. According to uh, Biden voters, 86% say they are vaccinated. Trump voters, 54% say they're vaccinated. 54% of Trump supporters say they are vaccinated. Okay, so you're telling me that you're, you're, you're going to go by a survey, word-of-mouth survey. Word-of-mouth, there we go. 86% of the uh, Democrats say or Biden supporters say they're vaccinated. This was well, a, that may that may be true, but that to me that statistic is just the same as when uh, you know they said Hillary has a ninety-five percent chance of winning the election. You know, it's, it's it's all what people say. I I used to answer the phone all the time and say I was voting for Hillary Clinton. You got my vote definitely. Yeah, put it down, write it down. That's that's what I'm telling you. But you know, people don't tell the truth. But but, but what you're saying is everybody tells the truth. So let's let's leave that aside. I don't want to argue about that, but what, what I want to argue about is Afghanistan. Okay. Now, for me, this is my position. We failed at what we were doing getting out of there. All right. So where does, who, who's responsible for that failure? The reality is this. The people that were in control at the time, they own that. It was their evolution. Now, if they didn't like it the way it was laid out, we were in control. We could have said, hey, things have changed. We're not getting out when we said we were going to get out. It's that simple. That is the way wars work. And to be arguing around and using bodies as chips in an argument disgusts me. And I don't care what side you're on. When you start uh, talking about numbers of people that died, that gave their lives to secure this country, and, and you're using that as a bargaining chip, that's just way out of bounds in my book. No, you're, you're so, completely wrong about that. It is not out of bounds. It is not disgusting. I'm just telling you, that's the number of people killed in Afghanistan. And now you're going to sit there and say, no, we should have stayed and have more people killed. That's what you are saying. The reality is this. Way, the way we came out, the way we sacrificed people on the ground to meet a, uh, an imaginary deadline of having them out before September 11th, because that's what the people in this administration are saying. Joe Biden ignored everybody's advice because he wanted to spike the football on September the 11th that he ended that thing. That's Baloney. what people in his administration are saying. And finally, guess what? This administration, there's finally some people having some guts. People from the FDA are now resigning and quitting because of the hypocrisy that they're seeing there. I'm only interested in facts. And the facts is, we should have taken better control getting out. Who you want to blame for that doesn't matter. But the Democrats were in control at the time. And to me, it's on them. And any other, any other argument is just false. And the bottom line is, we gave up that, you know, everybody's saying, well, we left old equipment. And it, no, we weren't, we weren't over there fighting with old equipment. 
We had state-of-the-art stuff there. Now, some of it obviously was disabled, but we gave up Bagram Air Force Base or military base, whatever you want to call it. That was one of the most technologically advanced bases, according to military sources. And guess who's going to have that? So either going to be Russia or China, probably China. That would have been a very good thing. We fought for that. We put it there. That was ours. We should have kept it. We should have never gave it up because guess what? We, we, we now know that September 11th was a date chosen based on historical events in the Muslim past. And that, that occurred, I believe, in 1683. Well, if, if they were fighting over something that happened in 1683, the idea that it's just going to ha- happen now because, or stop now because we came out of Afghanistan, that's just a fallacy. We should have stayed there with that base and, and maintained it because this crap, when I say crap, I'm talking about the fundamental uh, uh, stuff that's going on in the Middle East is going to continue, and since we pulled out, our adversaries are just sitting there waiting to take advantage of us leaving every way they can. The world is at war, whether you want to admit it or not, and for us to be bickering back and forth about who to blame is just wrong. We well, need to get our eye on the ball, get focused, and this country's survival is at risk. Now, maybe there's people in this country that don't really care about democracy maybe they don't care about capitalism and freedom and maybe they'll be just as happy to have a, a one uh, world government where they think they're going to be the ones in control and they don't care about us people on the ground so i don't know if that's true or not but the bottom line is for 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 and, and listen you you try to justify everything that the democrats do there have been so many instances i'm going to go right now i'm going to switch to california you know what there's voter fraud in California. There's just no doubt about it. Oh, you know, where's recently, the evidence? There's where's someone the was evidence? caught with 300 ballots in his car, an unregistered gun, and drugs. What was he doing? Collecting ballots? So wrong. So misinformation. You know, yesterday, yesterday was misinformation Monday. I was hoping that today might be straight talking Tuesday, but no. Instead, Mike from Bloomsburg calls with more election fraud baloney. Well, you, you doubt that there were the guy was caught. That he that's a and, news story that was in the sure. media. Sure, and those ba- and and everything I read, those ballots they were they were old ballots. They were not. You know, all these ballots that people say were hidden or tampered. These were not uh, these were not up-to-date ballots. They were old ballots. There is no... And, you know, you talked to... Joe, you talked about Larry Elder. You said uh, he's the guy running in California. You said, Joe, well, I haven't heard him say anything. Well, here's what the guy... Well, no, I didn't say I heard him say, say anything. I've heard him say a lot of things. I heard him say... Right. Here's what he has done. He's even gone on, on, a web, on his website, and he's got a form there. Now, the election isn't even started. He has a form on his website that you can use to report voter fraud. See, that's what the Republicans are doing now. Before every election... So, in other words, asking for instances of voter fraud, you think people are going to make them up, or are they going to report what they actually see? Well, Mike is making stuff up here. No, but anyway, But the stuff point up. is, but here's the real point, and it's interesting how Mike says we've got to protect democracy. Well, Mike, under people like you, we are destroying elections. Because Republicans now, before every election, are going to say voter fraud, voter fraud, voter fraud, and they're going to get their friends on Fox News to do the same thing. Because that's what Fox News has already done in the California case. Fox News has gone on the air and said the only way Gavin Newsom will not be recalled is if there's voter fraud. No, that's not true. So, Steve, let me ask you a, a question. Yes or no? When the Trump ballots were thrown in the garbage up in Luzerne County and then recovered, 
and, and people has to, had to lose their jobs or resign or whatever happened. So basically, Trump ballots, absentee military ballots, were thrown in the garbage and discarded. Was that the only only voter fraud that occurred last election? I don't even I don't even know what incident you're talking about. I don't know anything well, see, about that's right, those because ballots. You, know what? you think you know everything, but you, know, you, you watch MSNBC and CNN, and guess what? They don't tell you the facts. The facts are... Ballots with Trump's name on them from the military were discarded when they were counting these, quote, absentee military yeah, ballots. And they were, and they and were they from were found, 2016. And someone was held those accountable. Were, those and were that was voter fraud. Ballots. And guess what? That wasn't all the voter fraud was. I don't know how much there was, and I don't know whether it affected the election. But to come out and say this was the most secure election in history, that doesn't say much for right. all the elections that occurred before this. Listen, guys, we got to wrap this up because I have, um, I have to get to the news headlines. Uh, Mike will give you the last word. Well, the last word is this. If we don't start getting our eye on the ball and taking care of reality, like this exploding budget deficit, inflation, things like this, this country is going down the tubes. And you know what? The Democrats are on one side cheering. Hey, let's keep going this direction. Okay. Thanks, Mike. We appreciate your call, as always. 1-800-795-9565. On the Mark is brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at www.sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us at 1-800-795-9565. Email us at onthemarkatwkok.com. On the Mark is brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. They sell Ford, Hyundai, Kia cars. They are the premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks and all sizes of trucks. And they're a master towing service with decades of experience. They invite you to visit the Quick Lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury. They specialize there in all types of service on vehicles, state inspection and nitrogen for tires, and they're open Monday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. till 6 p.m. and Saturdays from 6.30 a.m. till 2 p.m. We have a call hanging on, and we'll get to you, Van, in just a moment after we do some quick news headlines. The Millville School District is on a two-hour delay due to a large power outage in the area. PPL reports more than 1,000 customers in Columbia County are without power this morning. The rest areas along I-80 in Columbia County are closed due to that power outage. The communities most impacted are Millville and Berwick. The boating season has ended early again on Lake Augusta as more repairs to the Adam T. Bauer Memorial Dam continue. Shikalimi State Park officials say the season officially ended after Labor Day and the Shikalimi Marina docks have been taken down. The rest of the deflation process of the dam will finish within the next week or two. Park officials say the repair work will consist of replacing one of the seven inflatable bags on the dam. It's scheduled at this time of the year to best take advantage of favorable weather and river flow conditions. The bag replacement is anticipated to be completed by the, near, by the end of October. The Sealands Grove Area School District will now require masks for all students unless the student has a note from a physician. The Daily Adam reports the school board voted 8 to 1 Monday night to adopt the health and safety plan that includes the mask exemption only in cases where a physician recommends they not be worn. Masks are now required in all Sealands Grove Area School District buildings and buses unless a note from a physician is provided. The Daily Adam reports several residents attended the meeting and voiced their displeasure about the mask requirements at Monday's meeting. And that's our quick nook at the news headlines. Now, Joe, before we before we get to Van, and Van, please uh, hang in there, I just want to throw in one thing. Maybe you didn't notice the, the complete lie that I threw in in that discussion with Mike. 
Nobody seemed to notice it. I said that those ballots that were discarded... Were last year's, but he was talking over you. I don't think people heard it. Good, because I was simply trying to use that as an example. That's what that's what happens in these this election fraud... I was going to call you on it, but he went on and you went on okay. and you were yelling at each right. other. Right, so here's the so here's the truth, though. So, okay, so I, uh, I uh, sort of apologize for that lie, although I did it as an example. So here's the truth. There were nine ballots. There were nine ballots that were incorrectly thrown away in a dumpster in Luzerne County, okay? So, you know, so we get a fella on the telephone, and he says, how about all those ballots in Luzerne County thrown away? Well, there were nine ballots, and I would, get, I would bet... I can't guarantee, but I would bet across the United States. What's your States, source for that number? Oh, for heaven's sake. USA Today. You ever, you ever hear of it? Yeah, but I don't trust it. Oh, Lord love a duck. <laughs> Good morning, Van. You're on the mark this morning. Good morning. Uh, question. Why is it that Congress is not required to be vaccinated? I don't know. Are they? Um, have they not adopted rules? I thought Nancy Pelosi had some kind of rules about the House, but uh, she had that where everybody wearing masks. But I don't know what she did about vaccinations. I, I heard right out of her mouth that they will not be required to be vaccinated. No, I'm not familiar with that. Well, it's like, and so much like, it, it's interesting. I, I hear people talk, and it's like, well, I didn't hear that before. Therefore, I don't believe it. You know, you just you just hit Steve up with that, and he's been saying that all along. And it's it's time people start listening to other things. You know, there's there's a lot of people dying from this vaccine. By the way, I watched yesterday a, a guy, I believe his name was Eduardo Martinez, down in Texas. He had a 16 year old boy that got the the Pfizer shot and died with myocarditis, and there's a lot more people than that dying. A lot of younger people are now dying from this vaccine. And it seems to all be covered up. And this guy posted on Facebook stuff about his son passing due to the vaccine. And Facebook tore, tore that down because they don't want that out there. And I know Steve is all for people getting vaccinated. But here's a question. You know, I had COVID. I survived it. So, number one... Questions. There's a lot of questions that beg to be asked. Number one, why does a healthy person who can get this and survive it very easily, why should they be vaccinated? And number two, the people that have been vaccinated, a lot of people working in hospitals I've been talking to are saying that the majority, unlike what we're hearing is a pandemic of the unvaccinated, the majority of the people that are in the hospitals have gotten their vaccine shots. I've never heard that. I, I don't know where you're getting that. And see, Steve, that's that's the thing. You don't you don't hear stuff, and therefore it's not true. Well, tell you know, you're saying you now wait a second, Van. You're saying that the majority, the majority of people in the hospital with COVID, are people who were vaccinated. Uh, you know, I I watched a fair amount of the news as far as COVID. And, and MSNBC. Well, yeah. no, even, uh, I, I must admit, Van, I've heard, uh, and I watch all sorts of news sources, I've heard the same thing, that it's a it's a pandemic right now of the unvaccinated, that there may be 30% of the people who have been vaccinated who are in the hospitals, but the other 70% are unvaccinated. Yeah, well, there's, there was a, a virologist that was uh, speaking, and there was a breakout in Barnstable, Massachusetts, here maybe three, four weeks ago, they had a bunch of people in the hospital with COVID, and 75% of the people there 
in the hospital had received the, the vaccination shots. And I know people, and this, this is just personally what I know, that people are telling me that the majority of the people have gotten the vaccine, have gotten COVID. I, I personally work with two people that they received the vaccination shots and they got COVID. That is what I know personally. Well, I'm going to knock now, on wood. I've had the vaccination and I have not gotten it. Um, my, and I'm still, I have had no adverse effects from it. My 12-year-old grandson uh, got the shot. Uh, he had no adverse effects from it and he has not gotten COVID. Well, I, I have an aunt and she's only a couple of years older than me, but I have an aunt and she got the Pfizer shot. She developed a huge lump under her arm. She had numbness down her down her arm. She lost feeling in her hand, and, and she she suffered for quite a few weeks like that. And that's a very common side effect. And that's very something you hear very little about is side effects from these vaccine shots. And the, my question, you know, I've had COVID. I have natural immunity. And here here again is another thing. Up till recently, we understood that if you got a disease, whatever, you developed immunity to it. And now they've thrown that out the window to a huge extent, but there's still still some people out there that believe in the science where they're saying that you have a natural immunity that far exceeds that of the shots. Now, if you think back when they first came up with this vaccine shot, people believed that if they got it, they would not get COVID. And then as time progressed, now it was, well, we, we know now that it wanes, the, the protection wanes after so many months and you'll need a booster shot. And now people are getting COVID that had the shots. And now they say, well, you know what? It was never designed to keep you from getting COVID. Now, Mark says that a lot because it is a fact people are getting COVID that have had the vaccine. So okay. they're getting the COVID. So what's what's the use in getting a vaccine that wanes over time? You have to be revaccinated again. And natural immunity, to me, scientifically, that's the best. And I have that, so why would I get a shot? Uh, you raise a good point. Listen, Van, we've got to move on. Thank you. We uh, you were on for a few more minutes more than we normally let you on, but you hung on through the uh, through the uh, newscast, and we appreciate that. We have to move on to take a break. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. That's our toll free hotline number. Email us at onthemarketwkok.com. Got a couple of emails pending, but we welcome your calls right now at one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. 
Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranahan along with Steve Kushaloff, 1-800-795-9565. That's our toll-free hotline number. Email us at onthemark at wkok.com. We've got some emails here. Mike Bolick says, I love Uber liberals cry. I never heard of that. When an issue challenges their stagnant dogma resolve to embrace the 2020 election. So there. So there. Well, see, that's the whole point. When I hear someone say... Uh, Ballots. All these ballots were thrown out in Luzerne County. It's true. I hadn't heard that. Uh, and so I decided, okay, I'm going to check it out. Turns out there were nine ballots. And that's what you say. Oh, God. <laughs> Joe, I read it. What if there were 12? Well, that's an awfully specific number, nine yeah. ballots. Well, because it was And how, why did they fire people over nine ballots? Well, I don't know if anybody got fired, but because somebody screwed up. Can we say that on the air? Yeah, well, you just did, and right. I don't. I didn't see our producer Rob Center blank you out, okay. so he's. <laughs> you're apparently safe with that. One of our other emailers says, "OMG, Tom, stop! Don't you see all the weapons they left? They're new or obsolete. Those weapons will new or obsolete. Those weapons will be used against us in other countries. And if the Taliban can figure out how to use it, China and Russia will show them how to use it. We should not have left any weapons behind." And that's a good point. We should not have left any weapons behind. Uh, one of our other emailers says, Good morning. Blame game still. Let's blame Trump. Are we surprised, Steve? Nope. The buck stops at one desk, Biden's. And those are the people who voted him in. Steve, you are a Democrat. Why don't you take the blame? Or take the winning lap around the racetrack because your team won. Somebody has to take the blame. It's your party. Why don't they stand up and take the blame? I do blame everyone that voted for President Biden for what has happened in Afghanistan. You are the man. Wake up. Well, you know, President Biden does say a lot, the buck stops here, but then he allocates 95 cents of the blame to other people. But the point is, he does say that the buck stops with me. He, uh, But he doesn't mean it. Oh, for heaven's <laughs> sake, Joe. He comes on then and says, but President Trump did this, and so-and-so did that, and somebody else did something else, but I take the blame. Here's a headline from CBS News, and I expect you'll refute this. Biden says, buck stops with me. That's from CBS News. Well, then why does he always equivocate then and go in on all these other things, you know, that he adds on to that? Well, if President Trump had done this, if President Trump had done that, President Trump had no plan. If the buck stops with Biden, then Biden has to assume the responsibility for what's happened in Afghanistan. No ifs, ands, or buts, right? If the buck stops with him, it's his fault. Am I right? 100% his No, you're not answering my question. No, because 100% his fault. I don't recognize the validity of your question, Joe. Why not? Well, it's hey, a valid point. He says the buck stops here. Joe, I'm just pulling out a uh, Joe McGranahan uh, means of refuting things. Here we go. Well, it's no, a he says the buck stops here. And, and right. And then they give some context. Let's say what's that's going on. President Biden said he stands squarely behind his decision to withdraw forces from Afghanistan. He admitted that the swift collapse of the government caught the U.S. off guard, telling the nation the buck stops with me. And, you know, I know we, we're not allowed to talk, we're not allowed to mention the name of your hero, the fellow with the orange face, but don't, forget, but don't forget, when he was asked uh, about the, the problem of testing and uh, he was asked, uh, do you accept the responsibility? He says, no, I don't take, I don't take any responsibility at all. That was okay. your president. Oh, I didn't say that's right. 
But if Biden is saying he's taking the responsibility, he then is. he should take it and not equivocate about it. I don't think and he's equivocating. But he said not everything is his fault. It's not his fault. Give a little bit of context, which is that there was an agreement in place for May 1st. And then we get these callers who say Biden should have just thrown out that agreement. He should have. He threw everything else out. Well, Why this one thing? <laughs> Why this one thing that he decided this is the thing I can't touch? Because he said... He is the fourth president, and he is not to, to inherit the war in Afghanistan, and he is not going to leave it to a fifth president. All right. Well, that's fair enough, but he didn't have to do it, make such a mess out of it. Hey, things I mean, get messy when you try to leave in the middle of a civil war, Joe. Well, but the thing is, there's a way to get out of it without the mess becoming overwhelming. You know, there's a way to get out of it without leaving people behind, leaving American citizens behind. And those Americans, we there's told There's a way to get out of it without Mr. Blinken saying that it's somebody else's fault. And he wouldn't even answer the questions. Nineteen times, nineteen times, Americans in Afghanistan were told we're evacuating. They were told from March. So it's their fault. I'm just telling oh, you, it's I, not I, Joe Biden's I'm not fault. saying it's their fault. fault that the effort was absolutely made to let Americans know we were leaving. But then they told they them to shelter to. in place, not to come to the airbase. How are they supposed to get out? Well, if they that might have been the at, the, at the last minute. But oh ha, but no, they, that was during the uh, the evacuation. Know, they were told no. Right, but they had from March until the end he of had, August. He had assurances from the Taliban that they'd let these people through, but they didn't. But they did. Those uh, those planes that your callers say uh, those. Planes that were held out of there now. There are people being beheaded. People that were left behind are being beheaded. Welcome the women are already are being put back into the Stone Ages. And, and women you ought to be appalled and by that. People are also uh, protesting in Afghanistan. They're not, and they're not all being uh, uh, executed, eliminated. And again, this is Afghanistan, well, where all, you think they're we not all being stayed. eliminated or, uh, because they haven't gotten to them yet. You know, give them time. They're they're working their way through this. You're you're thinking we should have stayed there, and if we lose, uh, you know, a couple. I'm military personnel. I'm, I'm so coming down it. on the, the my orange hero, as you describe him, because they had 2,500 people there and it was working well. There hadn't been anybody killed. No Americans have been killed over there for over a year until those 13 were killed. So we were we had a, a, a good solid system in place. We were keeping the country under control. We hadn't lost any provincial capitals. Then suddenly President Biden comes in like a bull in a china shop. We're going to pull everybody out. A bomb goes off. 13 Americans are dead. And one reason that nobody was killed is because there was an agreement in place that we would get out by May 1st that was signed by your orange hero and the Taliban said okay as long as you're leaving we're not going to kill anybody <laughs> okay Mike you got another minute from Bloomsburg go ahead sir yeah uh, Steve uh, I understand that you kind of uh, said I was deceptive or uh, unknowledgeable in my quote about the ballots in Luzerne County is that correct I don't think that's correct I said well, that then what was your what was your problem with the, your big charade? The problem was that you presented it as if there was like bags of ballots, as if there was a lot of ballots, as if there was enough well, to really make a difference. But we have two calls. So, so what exactly did I say? You said there was ballots in Luzerne County that were thrown out and that proves there was election fraud. No, I didn't say that. All I said was ballots got thrown out with Trump's name. They were absentee ballots from the military. And I did know it was the number was nine. And I asked you, do you think that was the only fraud? And did you know that Luzerne County was probably the most important uh, county in this state 
that elected uh, Donald Trump, you know, carried the state for Trump. It was a reliably blue county, and it turned for Trump. And don't you think that the Democrats knew that? I mean, there were books written about that. Authors came in here and, and studied it. And Luzerne County was very important, and it just happened that at least nine ballots were thrown away, See, here, and, and, and the people so, got and caught. And there you go. There so you go again, Mike. There in you go again. the most secure Guys, election in history. Callbacks only get a minute. So okay, uh, we got taking a, a uh, no problem. <laughs> I, I just wanted to get my piece out there because listen, I am not misleading and I'm not a liar. Fair enough. I I think you and make I, a lot of sense when you call in, so I have no problem with you, Mike. Call all the time. You, take care now. Bye. Thanks. You too. Okay, Al, you're on the mark. Last caller before a quick break. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, the big story you guys are all diverting from is there are Americans left behind. They are hiding. They're kind of in a hostage situation. And many of them are going to be executed, lose their heads, and uh, it's it's just an awful situation that we're in as a nation. And then all this other stuff is just a big distraction because if they start killing our hostages, what are we going to do? Are we going to take it? And then the next, if we do take it, then China moves in on Taiwan and so on and so forth. So you're saying there's a new domino theory here. Exactly. Didn't work and out well in Vietnam. I mean, the domino theory didn't play out in Vietnam, did it? Well, because we drug our feet, and I know guys that were in Vietnam, and, and they'd be sent out on patrol with 10 bullets. Um, you know, it, it was just a big tobacco of people that run in an army that is out there to kill people running by civilians. And that's what an army's for, is to keep us safe, and that's their main job, is to kill the enemy. And and now we have a hostage situation, and if they start killing our hostages, we always say we're going to retaliate. And well, how do you retaliate for something like that? You go in there and start killing the Taliban. Well, Taliban was coming through. We, we moved out and gave them no air support. There was fifteen to ten, fifteen to $10,000 yeah, people Taliban soldiers moving through the valley and they asked for air support. These people are coming in here. We can't stop them. There was no air support given. And any story that doesn't fit the narrative doesn't get out there or disappears quick. What happened to the six planes that were on the tarmac and those people? Okay. Anything else, sir? Yeah. The big story is we got hostages in Afghanistan. Okay, but if they had been killed or harmed in any way, we would hear about that, and I suspect we would act. No, because it doesn't fit the narrative. No, I don't they believe... Pr- I, I, 10 to 15,000 in there, and then they told us we got 5,000 out, and now they're telling us there's only 100 left. Well, well my math is there's some, like, 9,000 left. Look, I think I think President Biden has mucked this up royally, but I don't believe if Americans were killed or in danger that he would rest until he solved the problem. I'll try and find some of the people uh, names and numbers and everything if you want to listen. Yeah, there are people being killed right now. Okay, fair enough. You got evidence of that? I'd be interested in hearing it, and I think the United States government would be interested in hearing it. The guy on video today that was seen, his fingernails were pulled out first, and then he was beheaded. But he wasn't an American. He was one of the people that we were supposed to protect right. and bring out. I heard also. that story. I did hear that story this morning, but he wasn't an American. I'm talking about so, American so citizens. He was helping America. 
I'm it's not arguing that point. I'm not arguing that point. But you said Americans are being killed. I don't know well, that. Well, there are Americans being killed. I'll find a story for you. Okay, and, and it better not be from Glenn Beck. Glenn Beck is just fine with my sources. <laughs> I mean, he, he's a good man. Okay. And he's doing a lot to save a lot of Americans, and, and he's a wonderful person. Fair enough. You're welcome to your opinion. Hey, thanks a lot, Al. We appreciate it. 1-800-795-9565. That's our toll-free number. We'll be back after we take a quick break, so give us a call. Welcome back, John Mark. I'm Joe McGranahan along with Steve Kushaloff. 1-800-795-9565 is our toll-free hotline number. Give us a call. Our producer, Rob Center, is waiting to take your call, and he'll be very polite to you, and then we'll get on the air with you, and we'll tell you what's wrong with you, okay? <laughs> you got that exactly right. Van, you want one more minute. You got it. Yeah, with this vaccine, it, it's not a vaccine. It's an RNA, mRNA, DNA-altering vaccine, and I believe this is being used it's fear was putting people that they're getting that they even got the shot to start with and now pressure because of threat of loss of job you know now they're people are taking the shot so it isn't about protecting people against the virus it's about control and i've repeated over and over and neither of you guys apparently know anything about the great reset what's coming with klaus schwab and the world economic forum and that whole group and then klaus schwab used to head up the bilderberg group so maybe you ought to do a little research into that. You ought to also dig into Australia. I told you about that the other day. You, you questioned about New Zealand. Apparently you know someone in New Zealand. Find out what's going on there, too, as far as lockdowns and things like that. Because the death rate over there is super low, and they're on lockdowns. So, again, it's not a, not a vaccine. I got vaccinated for smallpox. Guess what? Never got smallpox. People I personally know got vaccinated, so-called, for COVID, and they got COVID. Okay. One lady I know that, that got it, I said to her about, I asked her, wow, did you get the vaccine? She said, oh, yeah. She said, that would have really, really been bad if, if I wouldn't have got that. Well, okay. how do you know that? Okay, very That's your minute. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Uh, we gave, actually gave him a little bit more than a minute. We have a couple of calls pending, and we have some emails to read. One of our emailers, Doug, says, your caller was correct about the information on hospitalization of the vaccinated and about the people that have died from the vaccine, which is over 13,000. This is from the VAERS site that keeps track of effects from vaccines. Why isn't there a ticker on the screen for those deaths like they had for COVID deaths? Why don't we hear about any adverse effects from the vaccine? And why don't the media or talking head doctors talk about natural immunity, which is far superior to the jab? Doesn't it make you wonder what's going on? Again, you know, you see a you see a letter like this, and and you don't know uh, where to start. I mean, here's a guy saying thirteen thousand people have died from the vaccine. Well, okay, if I can spend five minutes with uh, the internet here, maybe I can uh, respond to that. But I can't. So to me, that doesn't sound correct. But I I'm not allowed to. Okay. about my opinions. Well, have you heard that 10 civilians were killed when Biden claims high-level Taliban were in the drone strike? The administration still won't disclose the supposed high-level official's name who's been killed, and, and they haven't. And who, who was that that was killed? Uh, they announced the high-level official the day after the attack on the Marines. They killed a high-level oh. official, but they haven't announced who it was. Okay. Have and, they? Have you heard the name? No, I haven't. I okay. didn't. Uh, all I know is uh, 13 people were killed in the uh, 
in the ISIS attack, the ISIS-K right. attack. Okay. All right. Uh, Ken from Lewisburg, you're on the mark. Good morning. Good morning. I have um, a question for your co-host. <clears throat> you had missed my call last week. Um, unfortunately, everyone tries to disclaim any information that they haven't read, which I think is often quite funny. Now, let me um, get... oh, I, no, stop. Stop, please. I'm the one calling in. Good point. August 16, 2021. Let me ask you a question. Do you believe the Washington Post is a reputable newspaper? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. August 16, 2021. Biden blames Afghans and Trump for Afghanistan debacle. Okay. So everything you said before was completely wrong. No, you're Number wrong. Number two. That's not true. Oh, you, <clears throat> Not true. You're it, wrong. Hey, it, you're the caller. You, you said, go ahead, but that's not you, correct. What do you mean? It's right on the, it's on the site from the Washington Post. Biden stood Bring up. it up. <laughs> Biden stood right there. He said, I take... Read. See, that's the thing. This, this is the headline. You didn't even read it. You didn't even read it. I'm reading it as I sit here. Biden blames Afghans and Trump for Afghanistani debacle. August 16, 2021, from the WashingtonPost.com. Right, and that's one thing, and I'm sure when you well, are reading... Whether it's one or not, that's your paper, right? I see, personally don't like right. the Washington Post, but that's neither. Now, Fine. let so me the, ask you a second question. I'm not even going to answer you. Your, you know, I'll tell you what, I'm not going to answer your question, because here's how you're setting this whole thing up. You are allowed to ask me questions, and then I get about a three-second answer, but then if I want to add anything, then you keep on talking over me. So if you're going to ask me questions, you're going to let me talk. Well, forgive me, since I'm running the controls, I get a say here. But I mean, it seems to me that he said, he quoted an article from the Washington Post. Now, you're disputing that that's an article, that that's true, that Joe Biden said those things, the Washington Post lied. Did he or did he not say that? See, and Joe, you're doing that's the a, same thing. That's no, exactly I'm just asking what I was saying. You. I'm just asking you. Did he or did he not say that? You... That's a yes or no question. Do you think he said it or didn't yeah, and he? And there's a lot of yes or no. Have you stopped beating your wife? Yes. <laughs> you mean you mean a one time you beat your wife? No. Well, you just said you did, Joe. I said I stopped. Right. I never Good started. Man. You You're... didn't ask me if I ever started. No, I didn't. Okay. I have no doubt that what he read is accurate, but that is not the only thing that Joe Biden has ever said about why the Afghan situation is the way it is. No, but I don't want to talk for Ken, but it seems to me if you say the buck stops here, you don't equivocate with it, which was I my know, point earlier. I know, that was your point, and I am not so sure I agree with that. The point is Biden has taken responsibility for the decision. He took responsibility and said for, for, for what happened, and he said the buck stops with me. Now, if you think that's all all there is to it, then fine, you can live in the bubble that you want to live well, in. That's the but there's a definitive. lot more to it. Ken, that's a fairly definitive statement, For isn't instance, it? If I say the buck stops here and it's my responsibility, how do I go on from there and equivocate about whose responsibility it really you know, is? You know, Joe, we've been in, we were in Afghanistan for 20 years, and all of a sudden you think the whole that's history, that's and this fella on the phone thinks the whole history of Afghanistan started on August 16th, First of all, I don't like the word fellow. Okay, oh, I'm a bad. grown man and highly educated. So, in today's day and age, you can refer to me as sir or mister. 
Okay, well, I'm not of any ilk, and I voted for Democrats also. <laughs> so don't ilk. think otherwise. What ilk. I take it, what I take offense to, is what you said was wrong. Period. I didn't. And say there was a time was when wrong. you said you need fact check, right? You said it yesterday. And fact we check. still do. I fact checked you, Good. and you weren't very happy with it. Now all of a sudden, all you do is portray anger because I called you out, and you have no response. I asked you a simple yes or no question. That's all it was. Yes or no. What was the did question? you like the Washington Post? Yes. And I said yes. Did did the Washington Post print that Biden blamed Trump yes, for I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. Okay. Okay, well that's all I wanted that's you to okay. say. You were wrong. Oh, and now I, I called said, you out. Right. And see, second that's the, second and, second issue is I would like you to, maybe not at this time. I'm, I would like you to list ten things for me that made my life better in the last seven months while Joe Biden's been president. You want me to do that right this second? No, he said you no, didn't have I to said do it I'll all give now. you plenty of time oh, good. for it. Okay, that's I said good. I want you to come up with ten things. Now, if you are as, as you purport to be, you should be able to rattle them off really quickly. But I know you're going to have to go try and read something or, or do any of those oh, things. And that, that's fine. And Mark tried to do it to me last week, too. He questioned the website I got it from, but it was EIA.gov in regards to how much oil we're bringing in from Russia. And he thought I was lying, of course, until I, it was a regular neutral website. So the reason I preceded my question was, did you find the Washington Post reputable? You said yes. So, yes, I did bait you into that question, and then I read the headline. And now you're trying to explain it away. Yes or no, you tried to explain it away. I did not try to explain it away. I tried to give a little bit of a background and a little bit of context. And you are taking the attitude that this whole Afghanistan experience has nothing to do with anyone other than Joe Biden, and that the only no, thing we need to talk about is the you last didn't two ask weeks. You ask me what my attitude was for it. Well, what I, is I your didn't attitude? even give you my attitude for give, it. Tell me your attitude. We, we didn't discuss that. I asked you about a simple fact. Don't purport to say what my attitude is or who it is or, or any of those things, because maybe I don't agree with the whole Afghan thing to begin with, because well, quite frankly, I don't. The point is that you said something that was incorrect, and you yesterday just said how it was bad info Monday, and you wanted True Talk Tuesday, and you put yourself in a corner. You said the wrong thing. As fascinating as this is, we're out of time. We've got to take a break. Ken, thank you for your call. I appreciate your call, and I appreciate you holding Steve's feet to the fire and him and his rebuttal. But I think you may, th despite the fact you kind of yelled at each other, you both made some good points. Thank you, Ken. I appreciate your call. 1-800-795-9565. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the S Seaway. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC Way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right. Ten. Nine. No, we have, oh, I'm on the air. Okay. Yes, welcome back. Joe has given me ten seconds to read another quote. This is from a former Republican congressman by the name of uh, Justin Amash. President Biden badly botched the withdrawal Time. and deserves the scorn he is getting. He's also the first president who seems determined to get America out of Afghanistan during oh, his presidency. See? Politics be darned. For you that, lied. he deserves you, credit you and lied. thanks. You lied. You're at 25 seconds, and you wanted 10. Bob, you're on the mark. Good morning. Yes, um, good morning, everyone. Uh, one thing I wanted to point out, like, like Steve said, okay, uh, our military... Uh, presence has been over in that area for well over 20 years. And, of course, if you remember the media coverage on ABC Nightline with Ted Koppel with the Iranian hostage crisis, and then on there. So this isn't just uh, um, something that the president, uh, you know, inherited, uh, you know, just to blame one person. This has been going on for a long time. Yes. Yeah, but I, but I mean, in other words, to sit, you know, to put to, to put the blame on one that. person doesn't make any sense. Well, if he takes the blame, it makes sense, doesn't it? Yes. Nobody's putting the blame on him for the whole twenty years, for heaven's sakes. No, but he does have to take the blame for his part of it, and his part of it is a sloppy, messy withdrawal. Yes, I agree on that because my nephew's in the Navy, and of course, at that time, you know, uh, when he first went in, and that they were uh, taking uh, troops. Uh, you know, out of, uh, you know, Iran and putting him in, uh, in Afghanistan because he was over there uh, uh, in the uh, Persian Gulf and that. Okay. But that's, you know, that's the only thing I wanted to point out. Okay, thank you. Appreciate your call, All right, thank you. 1-800. Oh, we don't have time for any more calls this oh, morning. Okay, so here's one quick thing I'll just toss out there. The United States formally ended its combat mission in Afghanistan in 2015. So, you know, all this talk about uh, air support, et cetera, et cetera, uh, since 2015, we have tried to uh, formally end our combat mission. We had, what, 2,500 troops there. Uh, you know, I don't know how you would label them. They were, I don't say, I don't know that peacekeepers is quite the word. But uh, this was, it was not like there was an ongoing war until the middle of August. Go ahead, Joe. I'll give you the last word. Well, it's all I can do is give the station break and say we're uh, out of time for On the Mark this morning. I will reserve my comments, my opening statement for tomorrow morning. And, Steve, thanks for being with us. Thank you all for calling. A very busy day. We appreciate your calls. We appreciate the lively debate. We'll look forward to doing it again tomorrow on WKOK, Sunbury, Pennsylvania.